Every creative has their own voice. It's powerful, it's unique, and it's yours because you found it. This is a podcast for creatives to be themselves. Now, let's be honest. Sometimes we can't hear our own voice because the voices of others seem louder than ours. This is a safe space where you can be the voice. I am your host, Michelle Unveiled, and I want to thank you for tuning in to Be The Voice. Today, we will be celebrating the last day of Women's History Month with my sister, my friend, Shannon Starr. She's an author of Tormented Soul of an Empty Grave, Before I Knew You. You got to get this book. It is available on Amazon. Not only is she an amazing author, but she's a coach and she's a spoken word artist and just all around beautiful soul. It is my pleasure to introduce Shannon Starr. Hello, hello, Shannon. How you doing? Good morning, beautiful. I am well in yourself. Oh, I'm doing wonderful, wonderful. You know, this interview is like long overdue, right? You know that, right? Yeah, we've been trying to get this together for a minute, but... Oh, my gosh. But... um. Yeah, let's just talk. This is, I've been doing these coffee chats and, you know, I was telling you I'm not like naturally a morning person, but I'm trying to like get out of that because the way my life is set up, I have no choice but to be. <laughs> so I might as well just get cranking, right? Right. So um, we were talking the other day and you, um, you were sharing about, you know, just your take on being an introvert mm-hmm. and- it's funny because I did an interview with the beautiful Nina Sky, and we had the same conversation about being an introvert, but you made me think about something. It was something that you said. You said that being an introvert could possibly be linked to past trauma. And I was like, whoa. And I, I honestly was thinking about that all day long. So I want to just talk about that because I've never really thought about it that way. Um, when I was in high school, when I was like in my youth and maybe even in my early twenties, I always considered myself an extrovert. I always had, you know, no problems meeting new people. I I, I was the social butterfly and something happened and I don't know what. And I, and and to this day, I still be like, man, what happened to me? I don't know why I just closed myself off the way that I have, um, Mm -hmm. And so I never really thought about that. So I would like to just have a conversation and kind of talk about that. And then I want to get into some of the amazing things that you're doing. And then we'll just go from there. Okay. Okay. So, yes, we did um, have that discussion. Okay. So on this journey of self-discovery, um, that I've been on the past few years, I've learned a lot about myself. Um, I've learned that I've been operating in this person um, or this character that's not really me. Mm-hmm. It's my trauma. So along, like I read something um, and I can't credit myself for this, but when I heard it, it made me look back at my life. It made me look at myself and see if that applied to me because it had to do with trauma and anything, you know, related to trauma, I'm into it. I'm here for it. So I read something, it was a post on Facebook 
um, and it was about being an introvert. And somewhere along the line, she said something to the effect of, it's not that you're an introvert, it's, it's, it's your trauma. Trauma kept you kind of bound and closed within yourself. I'm like, wow, like that's deep. It hit me, yeah, it hit me hard. Uh, usually I save posts like that, but I didn't save it because I guess and it just sat in my mind. So when I took a look back at my life, I'm like, wow, like that's a powerful statement because it, when I look back at the things that I used to do and all the things that I still want to do, even if I didn't do them, my inner person is very outgoing. My inner person is very extroverted, you know. Um, I look at my, even just like my my work history. I've mm -hmm. had several different certifications and licenses in the medical field. I've had my CD, um, CDL driver's license. So I drove a school bus. Um, I have my New Jersey real estate license. I'm a, a trauma coach. So all of these different things, and it's like, how can you be an introvert if you do all these, you know what I mean? Like if you have all these, and it's like, I felt life in every single one of those positions. Like it fulfilled something, you know, something in me. And just now, and like now I'm a recently published, you know, author. Um, I have other stuff going on. I'm stepping into my poetry. I'm stepping. So come in April, um, this is going to be the first time that I myself publicly read um, or perform one of my own pieces. So it's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. Yes. I'm ready to step into who I really am. I love it. You sound, oh, this sounds so much like me. <laughs> because no, seriously, <laughs> like, it's like, what is this? I have so many different interests that are mm -hmm. like not necessarily related. People like, I don't like to be put in a box. So mm -hmm. no, I don't just do podcasting. I'm not just all about creatives. I actually mm -hmm. have like, a whole nother passion in the IT world that people don't even know about. <laughs> so it, it's like, that's just crazy. That's just crazy that you say that because, and I do, I find so much life in, in all of those different things. And so um, was it when you were writing the book that you, cause I know you saw the post and you began to do some self-reflection, but did that really also come out when you were writing the book too, where you were having like all of this revelation? No, um, actually the introvert part didn't come in until recently. Um, oh, so this was like very recent. This was like very recently, like within the past, I would say three to four months, maybe. Wow. Okay. No longer than six months. Um, so it's like I said, every time I discover something new about um, like trauma responses and how trauma forms your personality and your characteristics and it kind of just gives you this mask to put on, you know, and you don't, mm -hmm. even, you know, you don't even realize that you're wearing this mask. Um, but whenever I learn something new about myself, I just kind of get into it. I start, you know, digging, digging deep. Um, because I want to know me. I want to know yeah. me. And it's like people ask the question all the time. And I used to get tripped up on this question, who are you? Mm -hmm. And my first answer was, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a caregiver, I'm this, I'm that. Mm -hmm. Never would I ever reply, I'm Shannon Star. Yeah. And yeah, I love that. Yeah, it wasn't until recently um, where God had to deal with me concerning that, like, you are you. 
mm-hmm. me. And I was like, whoa. And he's like, you know, you are because I am. And like, he really like drove that home with me, you know? Yes. So that is just my answer. Every time somebody asks me that question, who are you? Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just Shannon Scott. Yeah. It. You know what? It took me, I didn't get to that point until I was 40 years old, 40 years old. Wow. Like, because it was you, you know, I did find my identity in being a mom, being a wife, being, you know, and then finally I'm like, not that I don't love my kids, <laughs> but God, I know you got, there's more, you know, mm-hmm. I know that there's more. And I know that, you know, that's not, that's not it. That's not the only thing, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I always led with that too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and, and every day I'm still learning more about myself. Like you can never, if, when you stop learning things about you, then you're stopping, you're stop, you're not opening yourself to learning more about God. Right. Right. You know, so you should be always learning about yourself. And that yes. sometimes take, that takes isolation sometimes. Sometimes that takes just you know, you gotta just, you know, maybe meditation. You, you gotta do more prayer. You gotta spend mm-hmm. some time with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, well, elevation requires separation. There's no way for you to get around that. Um, because if everybody has their hands in your pot and every, you know, you got society telling you who you should be, you have family, you know, putting their demands on you, you know, like you said, as, as women, we could get lost in our responsibilities. So, our yeah. identity becomes mom. Our identity becomes wife. And it's like, mm, there's another part of me. Like, that is just a part of who I am, but that is not me, you know? And so um, I, I feel as though self-discovery is fun. I it think is. It's, fun. it's a really fun journey, but it can be uncomfortable at times. It can even yeah. be painful at times, but it's necessary because... You spend all of your life getting to know everybody else, right? You 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 mm-hmm. get to know your children, you get to know your spouse, you get to know your parents and your siblings on the job, whether you're a supervisor or a coworker, you get to know your colleagues, you know, you get to know the the um the career field that you're working in. You get to know all these different things and yet you just don't even know who you are. You don't yeah. know the things that you know you truly like. You don't really know what's real to you and that and that's really sad you know that's really sad Mm -hmm. but it's never too late it's never it's never too late so you know you said it it wasn't until you turned 40 but i'm gonna tell you 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 mentioned it earlier that you know i sound like you and it's funny because i share share this with you often that you really inspire me you know we Mm -hmm. met on a different platform and I remember, I'm not going to get into it, but I remember some conversations we had and the fact that you were able to take what somebody said you couldn't do. And I mean, I feel as though like you greatly, you know what I mean? Exceeded what was said. Like, okay, I'm not, and I don't even know if you intentionally did that or you just stepped into your I am, you know, and it just, and it just kind of took off from there, but I've been watching you and I'm like, Wow, oh, God, like, that's how I want to step into my I am, you know. And so when I say inspiring, 
absolutely inspiring. You're such a beautiful person. And oh, now you're trying to make me cry this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I'm I'm one on. I'm very big on relationships and connections, and you know, um, genuineness. And I could cut people off really quick because I will protect my space. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that we don't have to talk every day. You know what I mean? Like sometimes weeks go by before you and I will even exchange a few words or, you know, whatever, a conversation here and there. But it's like we pick off right where we left off. Like the energy between us is is excellent. You know, you know, it's it's genuine and mm-hmm. and that's because in any industry you have to worry about, you know, you have to be aware. Because there's right. always somebody willing to take, willing to just make withdrawals, willing to exploit you for your gifts and your passion so that they can come up and they're willing to step on you to get to where they want to be, but Ooh, they are yeah. not interested in, in putting back in what they, you know what I mean? At least what they took from you. So the fact that I am connected to you and we, you know, we feed off of each other, you know, we throw each other ideas and we've been supporting one another. So I look forward to uh, to the future. I'm sorry. I know we got kind of... Oh, all- well, you know what? No. I, I really appreciate you saying that. Like, it really means a lot. Um, you know, speaking of this whole introvert thing, it was at one point in my life, it was hard for me to make new friends and make new connections. Like, I don't know what it was. I just didn't open myself up. Like, I don't know if it was just, I was just content with just the friends that I had. And I was afraid that, you know, I didn't want anyone to disappoint me or I didn't, I don't know really what it was. There might be that trauma thing. I gotta, (laughs) I don't know. But in my walk into the season of me walking into the I am, it's been so beautiful because I have been able to connect with so many other amazing beautiful people that are just walking in their gifts and in their passions and we have all of these same commonalities and it's just really been genuine it's been beautiful and i am really just excited about the right now you know and so you mentioned something you said that self-discovery can be fun but it can be kind of uncomfortable right yeah. And then I just thought about all the times where you have this doubt too, because you, you step into these new things and you're finding out these new things about yourself and you're like, is this really me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. You're like, is this, is this me? Or is this just, is this just, a, am I having a moment? <laughs> like, right. you know, you experience that you, and then, you know, and then it's just every day you, you walk in it, you continue to be it, you do it. And you realize that, no, this is you, this is, you are being authentic. You just got to yeah. receive it. You got, it used to be really hard for me to accept even compliments. Cause it was yeah. just like, I don't want to receive it. It was just like, what is this all about? <laughs> like, what, what is it? Just do it. Be it. You are, you are it, you know? And so yes, you are it. I know that's real. <laughs> you know? So it's just like, okay. All right. You know, but this, this is good. This is good. Your book, girl, you, you, and you're so humble, Shannon. I looked at your bio. I said, Lord have mercy. I swear. You ain't <laughs> said nothing about you, author, you, the speaker, you, just everything. <laughs> no, we need you to tell the people what you, what you got going on. So I don't never want to be defined by any of my accomplishments, you know. 
I want to be defined by how I'm known for treating treating people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want people to judge me by the way that I, I treat others. Like that's important to me because I know how it, it feels and I know that place um, of being low. And I know that yeah. place of being stepped on and I know that place of being, you know, like a rug and people just wiping your feet. So it's, it's very important to me that I edify others, you know, yeah. um, one of my slogans for my coaching business is I see you. And it's a simple, it's a simple thing, but um, just to let people know that they are saw, you know, because mm -hmm. it's, it's a, a hurtful thing for people to feel like, you know, I can only be seen and not even heard. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, so I feel mm -hmm. like that is very important for me. That's that's a part of, you know, part of what I do. Um, yes. And it doesn't matter if I know you or not. Like if I'm scrolling through social media and I don't know you, but I see a post and it's inspiring or I see a post and it's like, you know, a, a person is hurt or they're just expressing their, you know, their emotions or whatever. You know, I do my best to edify. I don't I don't have to know you. That none of that matters to me, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> I have a lot going on. I'm transitioning in life. Um, like I said, I'm a recently published author as recently as this past November. Um, so with that has come a lot of open opportunities. So I've had several interviews um just even before my book published i was you know taking these interviews and um i had my coaching business and um i've been traveling back and forth to text back and forth to texas and um i have some um book signing events coming up and so it, it's it, it it is it is a lot it's um it's exciting because i've been in a place where i feel like i've taken care of everybody else yes. and i stuck in the same place forever and now and now it's my turn and now yes yes it is you better shine 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 i and let me just tell you how excited i am about this texas move wait is that public knowledge i'm sorry oh, no, you can, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness i'm like we can edit that out but no I am so excited. I am so excited. Like you have so much to offer and I just want you to tell me now, like, so for the coaching, tell me who your ideal client would be. Someone who, you know, is just the perfect, you know, person for your services. How can you help this ideal person? What, what, what type of traits do they have? What's their situation? Give me some type of like persona of the person that you would want to work with in your trauma business. So, you know, to be completely honest, um, it would be easy for me to say, like, I just want to work with women or young, you know, young adults. But the truth of the matter is there's a lot of males that have gone through trauma, you know, but they weren't allowed to express, you, you know, these emotions and these feelings. So. The answer to your question is anybody that's been affected by childhood trauma, you know, okay. my aim, you know, my aim specifically is unresolved childhood trauma um, because a lot of things happen in our childhood. And if it's not resolved, it comes out in our adulthood. It, mm. it, and a lot of times it hits at the peak of our success, at the peak of, you know, of our growth and things like that. And it's just like, 
it doesn't matter how successful you manage to be. All yeah. it takes is one thing to trigger you and it could be a downward spiral, you know, from there. So anybody that has um, been affected by that. And, and But here's the hard thing about identifying who's been a, a victim of childhood trauma. Not everybody knows that. Not that because every, you, you grow up in a house or you grow up in dysfunction um, and you live in that type of environment and it becomes normal to you. It becomes normal to you until you start to meet people and you start to network and you hear other people's stories. And it's like, well, that's not normal. Like that it, life wasn't supposed to go like, wow, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and even then there's still not a name connected to it. So my, my goal is to bring awareness to the monster, the silent monster that has been under our beds, hiding in our closets. Wow. Under our sheets, riding our back, but it doesn't have a face and it doesn't have a name. So that's powerful. Yeah. And everybody, because you might not even realize that you have some some childhood trauma. Like you said, it comes out later. So I mm -hmm. love that. Yes. yes wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. That's, <laughs> that's pretty deep that, that, and then that comes back to the whole introvert thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I yes, mean, yes, it we're, does. you know, cause we're so quick to, you know, characterize ourselves and we don't even realize like, well, have you thought about like why you're that way? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so it, it takes, again, it takes a lot of self-discovery, right? It takes mm -hmm. a lot of learning yourself to be able to figure that out. But if you're not interested in changing, if you're not interested in changing the narrative, you know, you know, of your life, yeah. then you're just going to be stuck in that same position. You know, you're not going to figure out who you are. Um, you're not going to figure out what's your trauma mm -hmm. and what's you, which I love this journey. I love the fact um that I'm here. I love the fact that it, and it's not just dealing with being um, an introvert either. Mm -hmm. But along with that, I learned that I'm actually both. I, I actually, I actually both, and I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but is it ambivert? 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 Something like that. It's oh. A I V E R T. And that's when you are able, like you can be introverted or extroverted. And I can, I can be in a room full of people and be satisfied with the company, but I can sit by myself and be, and be cool. That is totally me. So, okay. So that's a thing. Well, then that I feel like, because yes. some people would say, girl, you are not an introvert. And I'm like, you do not know me. <laughs> yes, right, I am. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's, that makes sense. So there's so many different things um, to learn from trauma, you know, but again, it takes for you to pay attention to yourself. It takes for you to spend time with yourself. Another thing that um, I'm learning about myself is in dating and relationships. Um, so when it comes to dating, I'm trying to now figure out if older males is my attraction or is that my trauma? And mm. that's a thing because I'm a victim of molestation. Um, I'm a victim of sexual abuse. And it always came from an older male. Even when I got older um, into my teens, there was older males seeking me, pursuing me, talking to me, trying, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, 
<laughs> I'm not going to go there. I'm going to, I'm going to keep this tight. Um, so what happened was the younger guys weren't really, I guess they weren't really into me. Um, I, I, I try to think back about it, but I don't have a lot of recollection. There's a lot of my peers that say they were attracted to me or I was attractive to them, but none of them really tried it. The only one that actually pursued me was my ex-husband. And that's after we graduated high school, he was in his second year of college, you know, that whole deal. Um, but I don't have a lot of experience with my peers at all. All of my experience has come from older males. And so now that I've gone through the marriage, gone through the separation, gone through the divorce, and I'm at a point of trying to get back into the dating scene. Well, yeah. I did and I pulled myself right back out because eh, that's a story for, you know, a different time. But um, I'm realizing that this attraction to older men is not really an attraction. It's a tolerance that I built up over the years, not really realizing that that's what it was, you know. So trauma wow. plays a big part in a lot of decisions that we make, and a lot of things that we do, um, and a lot of ways that we think. So, yeah, that's where I'm at on this on this uh, journey of self discovery because, I mean, it's kind of fun though. It's kind of interesting, you know. It is. But it's frustrating at times too. So I can't even, I can't even lie to you about that. Well, so are you like, you're journaling too, right? You're writing this, some of these, you know, thoughts down and just, you know, Absolutely. you have questions mm -hmm. for yourself. So you got to go back and revisit the past a bit. And um, Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to, because so many things happen. And then one thing that I learned about trauma is it affects the chemical makeup in your brain. Um, it will actually change the chemical makeup in your brain. And it affects your um, ability to remember and store new memories. So if I don't write something down, I'm quick to forget about it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but the fact that there are some things that if I'm constantly thinking on, it's, it's not going nowhere. Somehow I was able to squeeze it into one of these compartments in my brain and it's just there. However, um, I would encourage everyone to write, 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 because yeah. you never know a year from now, two years from now, maybe five years from now, you could go back and you can read and you can literally, you know, see your growth. Even if you just write a couple of sentences a day, you know, or a couple of times throughout the week or even once a week, you know what I mean? Once a week, every month, do something, you know what I mean? Do something to keep those those memories fresh and um, available to you because that's important for your healing journey as well. Right. Well, mm -hmm. how would you deal with a client who they really can't identify what the trauma was from their childhood, but they know maybe it's something. Do you have a process to like figure out, you know, like what could be wrong? I mean, I know you're not like a therapist, <laughs> but, <Right. laughs> but, right. But do you, but surely there are people who have some issues, right? Mm -hmm. That are now showing up in adult life mm -hmm. that it had to backtrack to their childhood, but they just can't really, maybe they didn't, maybe they thought that that trauma was normal. Maybe right. they didn't see it as dysfunction. Maybe they didn't mm -hmm. see it. You know what I'm, what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. So you made a vital point. 
because as a as a coach, I have to put that disclaimer out there that I'm not a therapist and I'm not a counselor. And so I can't operate as such. Um, there's a very thin line because they kind of, you know, they're kind of, they all go hand in hand. Um, but because I went through therapy, there are some techniques that I've learned in therapy that my therapist did with me. Um, and it doesn't violate, you know, my scope of practice. So um, what she did with me was introduce me to what trauma is. Mm -hmm. um, she gave me some resources to read and she let me do the discovery. She just introduced something and let me do the discovery because that's all counseling, therapy and coaching is. It's a it's a journey of self-discovery because I can't tell you who you are. I can't put memories in your mind. I can't force, you know, these things on you. I, it's, it's just like just introducing something and allowing the person to come into what that is, you know. Um, along with that, it's, it's identifying what goal the person has. So coaching is identifying one goal and you set a time limit for what those goals are and then you work from there. So it just depends on, um, it just depends on the different things that's happening. Um, my coaching is tailored to each person. It's personalized. So I can't say that what works for one will work for the other. It literally moves session by session, you know. Wow. Um, yeah. My very first coaching client, I had absolutely no material to give her. Um, it kind of was just like an exchange. Like we bartered and it went absolutely amazing. Um, to see the growth that she went through. And we didn't really identify that one goal either. It was just mm -hmm. like, it was just implied, you know, it was just this unspoken thing, like, and then we moved from there and then I was able to see her grow. So she, you know, she had a lot of fear and anxiety. So that is actually the goal that ended up being, you know, her, her, her one thing. And every week we found ourselves tackling the source of that anxiety. And then tackling the source of the source, and then the source of the source. So it's like you have to go back. It's yeah. a, it's moving back versus in order for you to move forward, you have to you have to go back. Right. Yeah. It's not something you can just unpack just all at once. Just boom. No. Like it's a whole process. Because mm -hmm. it can wow. be. It definitely can be overwhelming, and, it, and you know, therapy and counseling is hard enough. You know. Um, who wants to sit on the couch and cry about things that they went through 30 years ago, you know, um, because a lot of times the wound, the the tearing off the Band-Aid, you know, reopening that wound hurts more than the initial wound. So it, it's uh. it's hard. And it's the same thing with coaching. It opens up some things that you would think that you had gotten over by now. Or, you know, it's just like it's just like you said earlier, having that doubt. Can I do this? But we have to realize that doubt is a gateway to fear, mm -hmm. you know, um, and sometimes you just got to do it. It takes a moment of courage. We don't have to have years of courage. We don't have to have this big plus amount of courage. Courage, all, all you need is one moment of courage to take the first step. That's it. And yeah, it's a wrap. You just keep on. You're going. so right. That courage. <laughs> Remember, I called you crying that day. <laughs> I was just like bawling, just having this whole meltdown, and like literally, 
I don't know. I might have cried with you for like 30, 45 minutes. <laughs> and then like it went on for days. Like I was mm -hmm. like literally stuck. I felt, I felt like, okay, what do I do now? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you have to have that self-reflection to say, okay, you can't stay here. You know, Absolutely. you got to get to the root. Once you get to the root, <laughs> you yeah. know, you got to. So I just, I really just value you. Just, you, you're, you're just amazing. I'm so excited about the Creative Connection Conference. We got to talk about this really yeah. quick before I let you go. Okay. So Houston, Texas, for all the listeners, we are going to have a Creative Connection Conference. And so the whole model of this conference, no creative left behind. And mm -hmm. I, we mean that <laughs> no creative left behind we are going to be connecting with all of the creatives and entrepreneurs from various cities we have people flying in from los angeles i'm really excited and so the whole purpose is so that everyone can can be the voice they can be heard they can collaborate they can connect mm -hmm. they can create and exchange ideas There'll be book signings, there'll be spoken word performances, there'll be musical performances, there'll be workshops, and there's so much more. But it's a great way where we can just really learn from one another. We can celebrate each other and collab. Mm -hmm. We have not been seeing that a whole lot no. uh, during these times that we're in with the pandemic because a lot has changed. And mm -hmm. so now that the world is kind of opening back up and people have really, you know, started businesses and all of these connections are made, we figure, okay, let's leverage these connections that we've made throughout the pandemic. Let's all mm -hmm. come together. Let's meet in person. Not one single person I've interviewed on this podcast I've lost contact with. We've stayed connected. And so some of these people, I'm going to probably be crying at the conference, okay? Because some of these people, I'll be able to touch them and hug them for the very first time. And we've been connecting and it's just been beautiful. And I'm so excited, so excited. So you're going to be there. You're going to be a speaker. We're going to do book signings with you. You're going to do your thing with the spoken word. I'm excited. I'm excited too. This is and you know, I already heard a little sample, so I, I'm you know, <laughs> so I'm I'm extra excited to be. That's able to actually that's actually the piece um, that I plan on doing. However, okay. there's another piece that I've kind of been toiling around with. Um, I'm not sure though, because um, I haven't really had time to put it all together. But either way, you know that piece may be the one that I, I just go ahead and, you know, because it's a fun piece, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's really fun. Um, so, yeah, but I thank you for this um, experience. And, you know, I had no idea <clears throat> you were putting this together. So it's almost like it was a fate type of thing. Um, <laughs> you just happened to be in conversation and I was saying how I was planning a, a spring book site because, uh, the release or the the publication of my books had continued to get like pushed back and delayed and all types of things happened and I was like you know what well I'll just do a a, a spring a spring tour uh, book signing and then here you come with the oh well you know we're doing this why don't you come out and I was like come on guys with <laughs> <laughs> the connections listen so, and that's what it's all about right just. It's just going to be beautiful. Um, you know, I'm just the type. I just like connecting with new people <laughs> that are just have the same common, you know, goals and the same common, you know, passion and purpose, you know, yeah. that and it could be something they, they could be 
interested in something totally different, totally different mm-hmm. gifts. That that's not it. But just knowing that when they know who the source is, yeah, right, right. <laughs> when they know, they know that they know who the source is. That's mm-hmm. all. I'm gonna just say that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Then there's this. There's this. Just you know, this energy that that just matches. I don't know, but. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Thank you for having this coffee chat with me this morning. Thank you for inviting me. I definitely appreciate it. I look forward to more. So how can we get your book? Tell the listeners how we can get your book and all of that. And how can we stay connected with you on this journey? Okay. So um, my books are published on every major media outlet. So you can go on Amazon. You can go on Barnes and Nobles. You can go on iTunes. They're available um, in e-read. They're available hard copy. Um, just about any way imaginable you can think of. They're in, in the small mom and pop shops and stuff like that. Um, I also, I'm not doing signatures until the book signing. Um, I did a, a birthday promotion back in November um, where I gave out autograph copies, but um I usually keep some on me. However, I'm going to reserve those for um, for the convention. Um, but you can follow me. I actually have a single link, which makes life perfect. So you can find you can find my Facebook, you can find my Twitter, you can find my LinkedIn, everything Shannon Star. You can find if you go to Linktree um, forward slash Shannon Star S H A N N A N. S-T-A-R-R-527. Um, again, that is link tree forward slash Shannon Star 527. And you can find everything me, social media. You can find my coaching packages. You can find just about everything on that link. So <laughs> if you need any type of information, my um, my website is, you know, the link for my website is there. Um, even the Amazon link. To, to be able to order my books is there also. So it's a one Wow. <laughs> thank you. Shannon, thank you for sharing your gifts with us. Thank you for always encouraging me. I really appreciate it. You just, you have no idea. You're welcome. Thank you for doing the same. I mean, you know, each one reads one. Yeah. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And remember, you are the voice.